Yes. Uh, we are live for the pre-show. Not much to do in the pre-show because this is the easy one. This is the best one. So much potential, unlimitless potential. None of these books have had a chance to disappoint us yet. Oh, it's <laughs> not really how what I was going for, but I mean, I know, wrong. I know, but yeah. you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, anything to report? Anything cool happened? I didn't. I was worked all fucking day. It was a terrible Indigenous Peoples Day, though. You know, Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, that's all I got. And hey, fuck Christopher Columbus. Yes, boom, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Oh man! Come on, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Man, I love that shit. That's such a great movie. It is. Oh man, there's not really. A, I mean, there's some new comics, obviously, but man, they really blew their wad waiting for New York Comic Con. Well, I get it. another episode of this geek in comics out ricky Grease comic book shit talk show shit talk show it's gomer and taylor hour uh we're just gonna be talking about all the new comics coming out this week and man there are a bunch as usual if you see something say something if we have a book that's on the screen let us know which books you're reading which books you're loving and we will talk about it we start at dc because their books come out tonight at midnight actually uh digitally anyway uh, but yeah, American Vampire Volume Two, always a good one. You know, Snyder, Batgirls. I, I, I'm off this. Did you, I know you were reading this. You off this now? Uh, it's one of those books that's like it gets put in the back of my pile, and sometimes I do forget to read it. Yeah, not that I dislike it for any reason. It just kind of gets lost in the shuffle, you know. Oh, for sure, 100. I didn't like. It. It's just not a book for me. It's a well written book, well drawn book. It's yeah, just not a book for me. Uh, Scoob, Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries number one. Uh, all ages, you know, still hitting you with that $3. You know, drawing the line. They already um, did like a 12-issue miniseries of this, and I think they're doing another one here? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Scooby-Doo's real popular. I mean, it is kind of like a, a renaissance, you know, a revitalization. A. I mean, who doesn't like Scooby? But, I mean, we got the Velma thing coming. We got, you That's know, true. It's uh, Shaggy definitely, uh... always in the zeitgeist. And now they're all in this universal game, this Super Smash Brothers for... I mean, the Scooby-Doo franchise is one of those, like... Timeless. It's, it's permanently in the pop culture, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's had a show off and on for, like, my whole life and, you know, decades before oh, that. Just, you know, yeah. Who doesn't know the characters, you know? There you go. Scooby-Doo and Batman solving mysteries uh and here's Ghostmaker and a lot of batman's solving mysteries uh ed bryce and john timms batman incorporated i'm kind of waiting on this one you know i i like Ghostmaker. i like what he's got going on here i like everything and, about Ghostmaker except for his name that is still a really oh, yeah, stupid, it's, name. It's, it but is a stupid name that it being said stupid. um it is kind of cool to see batman incorporated i like that uh that placeholder uh run there between uh <laughs> yeah. tiny and in a Zdarsky's here. It was cool seeing Batman Incorporated back in, and it was... I think it was Ed Bryson who wrote that, right? I think so, too. Yes. I'd have so, to go back yeah. and double-check. It might have been Williamson, because everything's Williamson. Yeah, he but, uh, every damn thing. But yeah, I'm all over this. This should uh, be a good checkout, yeah. Love this Molina cover. That team looks just super badass in that cover. It just looks really cool. 
and uh, Urban Legends number twenty. You know, it's Batman anthology. That's all you need to know. It's wonderful. Uh, Batman versus Robin number two, a book that became much more important over the weekend as it's leading into the weekly twenty twenty three event. Yeah, um, Lazarus Planet Planets. coming up. Yeah. Uh, first issue of this was fantastic, dude. Uh, it's Mahmoud Osrard, first of all. Okay, the dude's amazing. All right, the art is just stunning in this. It's outrageously good. Uh, and Mark Wade has written some of the most timeless classics in terms of comics that have ever been written. So, yeah. Uh, it's great. I'm all over this, man. It was fun. You picked this up? Did you read the first issue? Uh, no, I never did get the first issue oh, of this. It might have, been, might have uh, been out at the shop when I got there or something. Yeah. A cool gray Coppolo cover here. Very fun action variant. And another one, Francis Manipool. They're pulling out all the big guns for the covers. Yeah. Um, Black Adam number one special edition. That's basically a reprint. Uh, Here is your Dark Crisis tie-in for the week. Uh, These are just okay. I kind of compare this now to uh, Judgment Day with these one-shots where it's all about a single character dealing with the overarching, I guess, theme of the event. Uh, in this one, it's sort of seeing every member of the ju- of yeah, of the Justice League. Is this League. all of them in like their little uh, bubble universe that they got yes, trapped in? That's exactly. an interesting idea. It is. It is. Uh, I wish they were pulling it over, you know, a little bit better in the main comic. It's just sort of like this nameless sort of threat. It's well, sort of... It's a we notable... It's a notable absence in the main comic that they're not dealing with it. I feel like they should have done more in the main series with, you know, the Justice League in their prisons or whatever. And Pariah, his big deal, you know, it's just he's just sort of there doing his thing. I'm still enjoying that fucking event, but yeah. So this will be okay. I'm definitely reading that. Uh, really cool cover here that I'm sure has something to do with what's going on in the book. I guess the way I feel about Dark Crisis is that if this was an arc of the Justice League comic... I'd like it a lot, but if as an event, it just kind of falls flat for me. It's kind of the opposite of that Heroes Reborn thing that Jason Aaron did. A lot of ways. I'd much rather had that as a big event instead of just like an arc in Justice League. Mm. Uh, Soul Plumber, uh, DC's Tear Through Time, their annual Halloween anthology book. Uh, These are usually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, Uh, it's an anthology book, so usual rules apply. You got to hope for like, if you're paying 10 bucks for it, you got to hope for like three or four good ones. And yeah. probably, I mean, they usually throw a lot of talent on these holiday anthologies. Yeah, so we're getting some good stuff. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, Flash, Fastest Man Alive, number two of three. Uh, I don't know nothing about this book. Um, I think this was that uh, tie-in for uh, the movie. Oh, for the movie. I that's think that's right. like pimping out the movie. That's right. Which cool. God knows when that's even coming out. Yeah, but. no shit. They're, they still did reshoots. Like, as of last week, they were talking about doing Yeah. Reshoots. Like, wait, so wait, maybe wait. jumping the gun a little bit with the hype machine here. I don't yeah. know. Uh, and it's only three issues. A trade will be out before the end of the year. Yeah, you're right. It seems odd, but love this Ortiz cover. Very fun. That's, yeah, I love the energy to it. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, Future State Gotham. Just the event that just refuses to end, dude. Um, cool Simone DeMeo covers on these, but that's really all. I, I'm not reading it. I, I'm well, done with know, Future State. I've been done. None of us were very high on Future State here on a on the podcast, but um, yeah. I guess if th- you did, then they gave you they're throwing you this bone here, you know. Yeah, they're giving you what you need. This, as know? far as I can tell, is the only part of Future State that is even like 
acknowledged at this point. Yeah, it's the only part that's still going, but even with that said, it's the only part that even matters. Yeah, I mean, they're still using John Kent, but they're doing stuff that has, like, fucking nothing to do with that future state thing that they yeah, did with Yeah, dude, him. nothing to do with whatever. Same with, like, Yara Floor and all these yeah. other characters. Like, some of the characters stuck, but they are pivoting hard away from all the storylines from future stuff. Yeah, which really surprises me that this book is still like the little book that could from that event that really wasn't an event but kind of was. Anyway, yeah. moving on drastically, great book. Uh, Daniel yeah. Johnson, Juan Gideon uh, wrapping up. You know, collecting them up. I swear that's an homage to something, but I can't place uh, it. Yeah, I can't put my fingers on it either. It's gotta be. It's just sort of plain Jane to not be an homage to something. It's beautiful, though. But yeah, this book rules. I'm definitely looking forward to this one. Yeah. Danny Warren Johnson having a great year. Uh, Son of Kal-El, number 16. This is part two of Kal-El Returns. Did you happen to read part one of Kal-El Returns? In no, I didn't. I War totally World forgot is, came out last week. War World is... They won. Okay, they beat whoever was in charge of War World. Mongol, I assume. Whatever. Yeah, Mongol. Or Mongol, whoever. I don't know. I wasn't reading that part. But anyway... War World is now, like, in orbit around Earth. And, like, Superman went to the United Nations and was like, hey, these folks need someplace to go. You know, let's help them out, right? And everyone's really worried because these are, like, terrible, you know, folks. And, yeah, it was it was fun. It was an interesting, you know, take on the whole War World thing. I might have to go back and pick up that issue. Really following. I guess since we yeah. weren't able to do previews last week, I didn't even realize it was coming out. Yeah, but, uh... I know. I was sick. Ah, uh, well, but no, def- I would be getting this anyway. I mean, I ta- yes. I've gotten all of Tom Taylor's uh, Son of Kal-El stuff, but um, I've yeah. very much been looking forward to the reunion issue, as it were, you know? Yeah, me too. So, yeah, I'm sure that's what we're going to see here. Uh, that's about it. We do have a Wonder Woman 792. Uh, great fucking Joelle Jones cover here with action with her and Cheetah. Just beautiful fucking cover. Love that. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Um Wonder Woman Evolution. So that's it. Batman Incorporated is definitely on top of my list uh, for DC this week. I'm looking forward to the wrap-up issue for Jurassic League. But yeah, looking oh, sure. forward to uh, Son of Kal-El. And, uh, yep. uh, I'll check out Batman Incorporated for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on to everybody else. Uh, these books drop on the 12th, Wednesday, the day book comic books are supposed to come out. DC, come on. Uh, a bunch of hoodies, you know. I don't get that at all. Closet is getting um, collected. This was James Tiny's little horror book. Very fun. Uh, really interesting. Uh, Do a power bomb. Talking about uh, DWJ. This is his other book. His Image Comics book. That is like supernatural demon wrestling. Uh, it's very good. Very fun. He's doing the. I am this. really looking forward to the uh, trade on this one. It eventually yeah. comes out, uh, which will be a month or two. You know, it'll be out by Christmas. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, which issue is this? <laughs> Uh, this is issue five of seven, so it looks okay, like yeah, yeah, so, you're um, due for a Christmas launch for this. Not too long from now, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- it's been really good. And that's it's that Danny Warren Johnson art. You cannot beat it. Cannot beat it. Uh, Eight Billion Jeetings getting a fourth printing, uh, which is just nuts considering. I mean, you don't get the fourth printing if those. it's not, you know, flying off the shelves. So. Yeah, man. And it's got a lot of buzz with a, a TV show or a movie or some shit happening. But uh, this is pretty fun for Halloween. Hack Slash, uh, probably one of the more popular horror books that came out of Image Comics in terms of fun horror. You know, it ain't gory. It ain't gruesome. It's gory. It's gruesome. But it's really more about having, you know, a lot of fun. And, yeah, if you're a fan of this, this is 
definitely going to be more of the same. And I am, so I'm stoked about this. This is going to be great. Hackslash is wonderful. Uh, Hitomi number one is the debut over at Image Comics this week. I think it's actually their only one. Uh, Feudal Japan Error, uh, a drifter. Yeah, there you go. Uh, elegance of Kurosawa with the visceral action of Tarantino. So you're not. I was about to say that does there. like looks like it's going to be a Kurosawa type deal, but hey, that is not an insult. Yeah, I mean, and that looks great. Yeah, uh, it's in the news, but man, Peach Momoko had to leave New York Comic Con because of some crazy shit going on. We're going to talk about that Sunday. Oh, it I wasn't heard anything that. like violent. It was just people being stupid in line, you know, waiting to see her. Ah, that's, well, that, hey, that's what happens when you get ruined it for everyone. Fucking ruin assholes. It for everyone. Uh, so yeah, Hitomi looks good. Uh, least we can do gets its follow up, uh, and really that's it. I love Everlasting is a follow up. A uh, bunch of collections. Seven Sun continues Spawn because it wouldn't be a week at Image without McFarland, and there he is. I mean, Spawn or Walking Dead, right? They're uh, always got to pay always, them bills. Always, uh, yeah. So that's really it. We do have this uh, Starhenge Dragon, which is from Liam Sharp, a great artist. Not very good on the writing in this. Uh, if you're a fan of his art, though, I mean, he's putting on a masterclass over here with this shit. He really is just dipping into every kind of thing that he has ever sort of done in terms of style and design. I mean, look at that. That's that's like out of a fucking Dungeons and Dragons book, dude. Yeah, I mean, I could see that easily painted on the side of a van, you know? Uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's just really good work. But the writing is a little shabby there, a little shabby. Mm. Uh, Boom Studio, only one book really worth mentioning from that. Well, two, but only one really worth mentioning. Uh, approach number one, Jeremy Hahn and Jason Hurley with Jesus Hervas. Um, Jeremy Hahn wrote a book called The Red Mother, which is a really cool horror book. And that's what this is, a new horror series. Airport employees, Mac and Abigail, find themselves snowed in after a blizzard. They witness a terrible plane crash. After pulling a survivor from the wreckage, they realize a terrifying truth. This plane has been missing for 27 years. That's awesome. That's fun. That sounds like just a really fun premise. Sounds like and the premise of that TV show that used to come on like the last couple of years, like the departed like like a oh, flight the showed manifest. up that's it yeah yeah my old lady's really into that show it's, it has another season coming on netflix oh my mistake yeah yeah it actually got canceled and netflix like now nah, we'll pick it up because netflix it's crazy that we up. live in a world like that nowadays it really like, is instead of shows just going away when they're canceled they become yeah. like free agents you know uh, how about cobra kai youtube remember youtube was the ones who started cobra kai I and can't they believe they dropped the ball, like not. I know. That's that. and I'm, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm actually wearing my Cobra Kai. Repping, yeah, really yeah. psyched about the approach, man. Probably going to read that like as soon as we end, end the show tonight. Really, but That does sound like a fun mystery, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I will bring a mention to Once in Future because this will probably be the last time I ever mention it. Issue 30 is the last issue. This is it. Stands to reason um, that it'll be the last time you ever mention it then. Uh, it, yeah, it probably will be the last time I mentioned it. it. It's such a good thing. Kieran Gillen is killing it right now everywhere, right? Dan Mora puts on just a show every issue. Every issue, you can tell he's just pouring his heart into this book. Uh, it's a modern day telling of King Arthur. That's all you need to know. Pick it up. It's 30 issues. Find the first trade. First trades of this are usually what, $8, $10? Yeah, it, they, it. they usually uh, put them out for pretty cheap. Yeah, it's such a good book, man. Such a good book. Uh, moving on to Dark Horse. Uh, they do get Masquerade number two. 
Oh, that is my dog just howling right outside the window. Uh, Kevin Smith's book. Uh, the first issue was just okay. Not really my cup of tea, but um, Kevin Smith has always been hit or miss for me. He either hits really hard or misses way off the board. And this, I feel like, is sort of a miss. But worth mentioning, at least Kevin Smith. Uh, yeah, and again, that's it. <laughs> Dark Horse has literally nothing else this week. There Looks like they're some... pimping out some Overwatch uh, tie-in there, but yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's whatever. If you like Overwatch, check it out, I guess. I, I mean, do people who play the game actually care about any of that shit? Uh, some do. I mean, I mean sure. they got to. They're writing a the damn book. So, uh, All right, IDW does have some things worth mentioning this week. Dark Spaces Wildfire. Uh, this has been just a fantastic book. Uh, by Scott Snyder, and I love it. It's great. It's about a bunch of female convicts. Who oh, it's the uh, wildfires, and it's a and heist, a, right? Yeah, and they do a heist. Yeah, yeah really fun shit. Um, GI Joe Saturday Morning Adventures gets collected for only thirteen dollars. That is a steal. That is a steal. That is a great book. If you've ever been a fan of GI Joe, get that book. It's so fun. Uh, they're doing reprints of Godzilla for the Halloween Fun Fest that they do every year. That's pretty cool. Um, Star Trek Lower Decks. Star Trek's always a good read, but TMNT 133 is a continuation of the Armageddon game, where the first book dropped a couple of weeks ago and was fantastic. These are clone fucking Ninja Turtles, bro. Evil clone Ninja Turtles. Oh, they shit. Yeah, they got the turtles' DNA and clone them, motherfuckers, man. I like how they kind of like do a different take on the ninja look for him too. That's yeah. clever. Yeah, so I'm really excited to check this out. It's gonna be really fucking cool, man. Really fucking cool. And so far, it's good. It's set like three different teams up to do three different things, you know. And those are always great. I mean, that's what what movies that are awesome have not done that. That's Star Wars. Star Star Wars bag three different stories, you know, at the same time all meeting into one so yeah i love that shit uh dc we already talked about eventually we're just going to move to this site for for all the damn books i don't even care uh, you say that every week and then you keep not i know it. then i just never do it <laughs> uh all out avengers Derek landy greg land uh landy and land doing their thing uh all out avengers there you go. Jesus, look at this panel i mean you got dr doom <laughs> with uh and, that. i mean that's that probably tells you all you need to know about the book, right? That's there, the most it's ridiculous one shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It, you know, they're going for like a silly story here, I think. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Uh, all right. Amazing Spider-Man number 11. Uh, still John Romita Jr. doing like the heavy lifting here. And he just doesn't have the back anymore. Um, ah, it's just god awful look at that face i don't like it i don't like it man i don't mind um jr jr's work as much as just the story is just <sighs> i'm sick of like your take on like let's do like a hard-hitting spider-man story and just make it let's just make it misery porn yeah let's just make peter have this miserable fucking slog of an existence yeah. i just i saw that that was what the first arc was and i just i haven't jumped on since you know yeah a uh, bunch of act shit for the Judgment Day. Death to Mutants number two by Gillian. Uh, Gui Villanova is doing the art here. Yeah, we got a whole onslaught of a uh, Gillian tie-in, so they're probably going to be retired. Yeah, required reading here. Yeah, he has just written his ass off for this event. Uh, he action. has. Yeah, I mean, at least two dozen issues, man. At least. 
Good for him. The same things are happening over and over again. He doesn't have much to remember. Uh, but then also Axe Iron Fist, where I can only assume that Iron Fist is going to get judged. This is Alyssa Wong with Michael Ying. Um, love that cover, man. That's a cool cover. cover. Yeah, probably won't pick up this one, but uh, yeah, I'm not really following this book. Uh, Loki's in it though. That's what the fuck cool. does Loki have to do with Iron Fist? I'm curious um, about that. Well, isn't it the new Iron Fist? Yeah, who has nothing to do with Loki, as far as I'm aware. Well, I haven't read him, so yeah, I'm not even sure. Oh, look in at the that. few That's issues I read of the new Iron Fist, it did not seem to have anything to do with Asgard or Loki or anything oh. like that. I have no idea, but whatever. I love this page, um, though, with the progenitor just taking down an airplane for no reason. Yeah. He judged that airplane to be bothersome. Well, he's taking out those two, apparently. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. A bunch of acts. Uh, Black Panther number 10 has been solid. Uh, Captain Marvel number 42. This is also a Judgment Day tie-in. Uh, Kelly Thompson uh, having Carol get judged, I'm guessing. Oh, look at that. Great couple of panels right there just to start off the book. Oh, beautiful, beautiful work. Just gorgeous. Oh, look at that. Even better. Bright, lit up pages. Goose doing it. It's still goose, right? The cat's still goose. I think the cat is goose, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, fun stuff there. Uh, big book for me over at Marvelous Week is probably Daredevil number four. Uh, it's a slow burn in this book, but it has been so good. Yeah. Uh, you'll notice that it is the uh, Marco Cicchetto is the main artist on this. Rafael De La Torre is the backup, probably the best backup in the business right now. Yeah, that is a um, hell of a hell of a bench to pull from there. Yeah, right. Uh, he was covering for Elena Casagrande on the Black Widow book that I didn't even care for the story. I read it for that Casagrande art. It was so good. Every issue, you got a two-page spread of some of the best action scenes. I'm pretty sure she won a fucking award for that, too. As she should have. Yeah, well, she at least nominated, but uh, this looks cool. I'm a big fan of Daredevil, especially with Chip doing it. Uh, Fantastic Four, number 48. This is the David Pepos uh, Judgment Day tie-in. This seems like it's going to be a nice little like placeholder story between um, between runs here. Um, I enjoyed yes. that last issue. Um, it was a cool look at like the the office life of the Fantastic Four. Weird. It was enough. weird. It was a little. But I mean, I'm okay with that. Fantastic Four is supposed to be weird. So yeah, I was cool with that. Uh, Gambit number four. I mean, that's whatever. Genesville. Same way, a bunch of you know old writers writing their hearts out for these old books. Good for them. I don't know who the audience is for that, but it's not me. Ghost Rider number seven, Ben Percy killing it over there. Uh, it's weird that Ghost Rider is like the third best book that dude's writing at Marvel. It's weird. I mean, he's got quite a stable going right now. It's he's yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Uh, big book over here, Immortal X Men, Kieran Gillen again. This dude got like four books dropping this week, all Judgment Day. Tie-in. Oh, and it looks like we're focusing in on Nightcrawler, who's probably yeah. my personal favorite member of the council. Yeah, uh, Nightcrawler being judged is going to be interesting to say the least. Yeah, and really, I'm really interested to see like the take here because Nightcrawler is somebody who grapples with morality a lot, and to see it kind of, you know play out with the progenitor and everything. I think there's a lot of good storytelling potential there. Yeah. Also love that cover. Although, oh, yeah. Bad. It definitely turns sort of faith on its head as well. You know, like, well, are these Celestials God? You know, uh, pretty cool portrait cover. If you're collecting those, they keep going on. You know, the uh, Phil Noto. 
portrait covers. And uh, Pacelli gets a Miracle Man cover somehow. Uh, the only reason I'm going to show it off is because it's Storm on the cover. And I will always show Storm off whenever she's on the cover because she's amazing. There you go. I don't know why she's kicking it with Miracle Man. but <laughs> Yeah, they're they looking are. pretty chummy there. Yeah, yeah, they're really, really pally. Uh, oh, Legion of X number six. Now, is, is this the X one time? where yes. is this one where Legion's going to fight Uranus? Because I might actually check this out then. I am checking this out only because of that. But yes, this is the one where it says, hey, check out Legion of X number six in three weeks or four weeks. I wrote a fuck long. Oh, God, been. that was way over a month ago. Oh, it was forever ago, dude. Yeah. And then and then to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll check it out. I love this, too. This seems to be digging into both. I uh, will read. Uh, and immortal a little bit, you know. This really seems like something they should have spaced together better. I'm not sure, dude. I have to read it. Maybe there's something in here that is. This also happened in X Men Red, and the fight happened in X Men Red. It just seemed so far, based on what we've seen in the preview, all of this seems like stuff that should have come out within a week or so of that issue of X Men Red. Yeah, I 100% agree. There has to be something we're missing here. Uh, maybe I Raphael guess. Pimentel missed on the art. I'm hoping Kieran Gillen, or no, this is Cy Spurrier doing this, but I'm hoping that somebody had a secret in their back pocket and they're like, no, you can't do that yet. You know? For maybe. I mean, that would explain it at least. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. Uh, Submariner, brand new book, getting hype for, you know, Namor appearing in uh, the new Black Panther movie. Yeah. This is Christopher Cantwell, Pasquale Ferry. It looks okay. Very bright. It looks like a post-apocalyptic sort of... Pascal Ferry's artwork is something we don't get enough of, especially we on don't. interiors. So yeah, this would be... Yeah. It'll, it, this could be worth checking out just for that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and Cantwell's no slouch, right? Oh, he for sure, yeah. Doing. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely checking out the first issue, but I am apprehensive. I don't like Namor. Namor's like a bitch. And I don't like bitches. Namor's a huge asshole. He's an asshole. He's a character who probably does work better as a... Um, guest appearance in someone else's book than he does supporting his own. But like you said, that uh, Black Panther movie's coming up. He's a big part of that movie, and they gotta get that hype machine going. You gotta do it. Gotta hype it up. Uh, this is kind of weird. A one-shot for Punisher. Uh, Torin Gronbeck, who I think is just now a stage name for Jason Aaron. Okay, it's a pseudonym that he's using. <laughs> uh, it seems like Gronbeck is always following up whatever Aaron's doing, whether it's Thor, I, I'm pretty sure. You're right. I mean, he wrote the last yeah. few uh, Valkyrie books. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Valkyrie. Yeah, uh, Raphael Pimentel on this as well. Uh, this is sort of like a spinoff of the current Daredevil? I'm not actually I mean, they sure. do these uh, war journal books for the Punisher a lot, so I guess yeah. there is some like precedent for it, but... Um, that does look very pretty, I will say. It looks really fun, dude. And I love Punisher right now. I, I'm loving what the direction that Jason Aaron is going with it. That's on so, a maybe pile for me there. Then. Yeah, it's definitely on my pile. I'm definitely picking that up, giving it a read. Bunch of Star Wars stuff. Uh, Star Wars 28. Uh, Star Wars High Republic is relaunching. Uh, High Republic number one, Kevin Scott, Ario, and Indito. Uh, I mean, there's not much else to say. It's a Star Wars book taking place in the High Republic timeline, and that's really all you need to know. So there you go. There's your new Star Wars hit. I will not be jumping on this. I do not jump on Star Wars anymore because I can't fucking keep up. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed the uh, the first run on High Republic from a little while back. It's just, yeah. that wasn't so much a conscious decision to stop reading it as much as just... Yeah. 
kind of <laughs> it became a forgotten book for me. Exactly. Uh, one book that I am picking up that is a Star Wars book, Star Wars Visions. Takashi Ozaki doing the Okazaki doing the art and the writing here. Uh, basically based off of or in the same vein as that vision thing that Disney Plus had. Yeah, um, I recognize the uh, awesome. Yeah, that Ronin Sith from like I think it was the first episode of Visions. Yeah, it looks very cool, dude. I love the art style here. I love the design with the coloring. Yeah, I'm all over this. This looks fantastic. It's just gonna be a good thing to have, you know, sitting yeah. on a shelf. It's a fun piece. Um, I think it actually has a oh no, only oh yeah, it's got the Bocciolo variant. Uh, and that's it. I thought there was a blank variant for that, which would be perfect. Blank variant for that. Uh, Venom number 11. Uh, Wakanda number one is something we should talk about. Again, with everything going on. With hype the new machine. Movie. Yeah, hype machine. We're getting it going. Edmund uh, uh, Narcisse, Stephanie Williams, Paco Medina, and Natasha Boost, uh, uh, Bustos. Just giving us a Shuri story. Uh, Rhino shows up. And yeah, that's all you need to know. Um, Black Panther in the movies has nothing to do with Black Panther in the comics. It's totally different. You would not understand anything going on in the current Black Panther book just because you watch <laughs> yeah. those movies. The cross-promotion between the big two movies and the big two comics is a fucking joke. Um, I get why they do it, but still, it's weird. It's weird. It's really weird. Uh, probably the best cover of the week, though, is Hot-Ass Killmonger from, from Art Germ. Just beautiful. Yeah, again, that Killmonger thirst trap going there. Yeah, the thirst trap is on. But yeah, uh, Wolverine 25. This is a $5 uh, celebrating 25 issues. Whatever. It's Honestly, I'm just glad they didn't make it $6. I was really expecting this to be more expensive. Yeah. They uh, always I, use these like divisible by five <laughs> issues as an excuse to jack up the price. Yeah. Uh, I think it's weird that it's a Judgment Day tie-in. Uh, you can't judge Wolverine. Wolverine's unjudgeable. Okay? You just can't. It's unjudgeable. So we'll see how that goes, but uh, I'm sure it'll be okay because it's Ben Percy doing fucking uh, Wolverine. And speaking of Ben Percy, X-Force number 32 comes out. Ben Percy, all three of the books he's got at Marvel come out this week. Uh, wait I'm for the guy. I'm stoked for this, even though it is, yes, again, a fucking Judgment Day tie-in. Uh, I've been getting ready for fucking Craven. This isn't actually Craven. It's like Craven's son. He's been fucking with Deadpool. He's been doing all kinds of crazy shit. And he wants to hunt mutants. Mutants are, you know, immortal now. So he's on. He wants to, like, no, fuck them. The fuck they are, you know. He's going to go kick some ass. Uh, one thing worth mentioning here, Peach Momoko does get a pretty good-looking Miracle Man variant. I hate the Miracle Man variants. They're stupid. Yeah, I mean, the Miracle Man, the whole thing about it is more of like an interesting like publisher politics history than it yeah. is an actual history of the character. Yeah. But, hey, I mean, I guess if they're glad to have the rights, you know, more power yeah, to them, I yeah. guess. Uh, James Bond 007 number three, dropping at Dynamite uh, with some bunch of variants you know 007 always gets some good variants ninjets number two uh scarlet sisters one shot this is part of their you know same sort of universe thing with the cheesecake uh vampirella so yeah that's really about it we do have the rest of them you know comics and graphic novels from all of the other small press but unfortunately our small press guy is not here tonight 
Uh, Chicken Wait, Devils. I don't know one, shit about this. Yeah, Chicken <laughs> Devils is definitely one he would bring up. An aftershock book. Um, th- this is like the second volume of this. What the hell am I looking at? Yeah, a dude dresses up as a chicken and like goes on like a crazed psychopathic hero's journey. I know that old story. Yeah, you know. Uh, Dave will certainly be talking about it again at some point. Dreadful Dreamscapes, number one. I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, Erratic Recharged. Uh, This is actually a pretty damn good book. Uh, It's What's-His-Name who did the Iron Fist. Yeah, Carrie Andrews doing the writing and the art over at AWA. Uh, It's basically a new Spider-Man. You know, it's the exact thing, you know, that Spider-Man did. You know, young and swinging, dealing with school and shit like that. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, I think we are about done. It is a really light week. Uh, they dropped a whole lot last week uh, in preparation of New York Comic Con. Now that it's here and gone, we're stuck with basically what feels like end of the month, you know, leftovers. Um, so yeah, there's uh, definitely some strong books this week, though. There are. Batman Incorporated is at you know very high up on my list. That should be really cool. Looking forward to Jurassic League. Um, Looking forward to that uh, Son of Kal-El issue. Um, sure. I'm still enjoying the Axe stuff, so yeah, I'll look forward to the Kieran Gillen ones at least. Um, Immortal X-Men's always a winner, especially a Nightcrawler issue for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's some pretty good stuff at Marvel, but it's all the mainstays, you know? Like, I'm not picking up any of the new books. Yeah. Uh, the Punisher War Journal book I'll pick up. That's uh, a maybe for me, but yeah. yeah I think the cool. book I'm most excited about is The Approach over at Boom Studios. This uh, Jeremy Hahn horror book about an airplane that shows up to an airport 27 years after it, you know, took off. Mm. Very stoked to, to read a book like that. Uh, just sounds, you know, a whole lot of fun. TMNT ongoing number 133 uh, for the Armageddon game stuff. But uh, yeah, beyond that, man, I'm kind of happy. It's a little, little bit of a lighter week. You know, I deserve it. Damn it. I'm, awesome. I'm glad for you. I truly am. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about all of those books next week. Not all of them, but you know the ones that we like the most on the Sunday show. Please come back Sunday to hang out. Uh, we do comic news and reviews right here on these channels. Also check out our pals, Comic Book Bullies. I'm not sure they did, actually did a show last night. I didn't listen to it because I was so busy at work. Usually I, I try to remember at work, but they might have done one. If you want links to that and more, go to outrightgeekery.com. We got links to every damn thing we got do, uh, got going on, including the comic book bully stuff, social media, YouTube, uh, all that good shit. So, uh, yeah, definitely check those out. We would really appreciate it. Uh, check out the bullies. Check out us. Come back next week. Again, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. But most of all, thanks to this guy for hanging out with this guy. Yeah. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. Man, you can tell it's a light week when we're out in 30 minutes. It's like a waste. Making record time. Stupid comic.